Hello, Retreat to Peace guest one and all and everybody super excited to be back for season three of Retreat to Peace. Happy 2023. Can you believe that two years has already gone since we've started this platform? What I'm super excited to share with you today is that there is going to be more of a focus on working with you. So as I had prayed on this and thought about what 2023 would look like, as far as what the vision would look like, it was abundantly clear to me that this had to be a space that was dedicated specifically to you. And here's the reason why. In 2020, as we know, we went through an incredible period of time where an entire globe was transformed. We didn't really know at the precipice of what was happening, how it was going to evolve and how it was going to affect each and every person on the planet. But what we do know now is when we look back at 2020, we have experienced a lot of change, a lot of developments, some of them good, some of them bad, some of them in between. And it has shifted the entire planet in so many ways that we just can't even sometimes put our mind around it and what that actually means. So as we kick off 2023, the thing that I wanted to focus on was how we have been affected by this change development that has occurred in our globe and how it is that we have changed. So if you ask yourself a simple question, have I changed in the last two years? I think abundantly everyone can say yes, but how have you changed? Have you grown with the transformation of things that are happening around us? Or have you remained fearful? Have you isolated? Have you decided to use a different vice? So maybe before 2020, maybe you had one vice, but now you have a different vice. You have switched your vices. What is that vice? So just think on that for a moment. Before 2020, what was it that you would do to escape feeling stressed? Escape feeling worry or escape feeling anxious, escape feeling depressed, escape feeling grief. What would you do? Here we are two years later. Some people can say, I used to throw myself into TV and just watch television, watch shows, watch excessive amounts of TV to just try to escape. Or maybe someone would drink, they'd use alcohol. Maybe someone else would use shopping. There's so many different ways that people escape not having to deal with reality not having to deal what that reality and sense of reality actually means. 
As I prayed on the year 2023, it was abundantly clear to me that this platform had to come into a space where it was directly speaking to you, the listener, and how to help everyone across the globe to be in their authentic self and be in a space where they can feel some sort of peace, some sort of gratitude, some sort of well-being that they're not going to remote themselves to a place of fear or the abundancy of excessiveness in ways that may have been used before. So today, as we embark on this new journey, we're going to kick this 2023 platform off with a simple premise. And the premise is, is that you are a being. You are made up of your mind, your body, your spirit. But most people don't understand that that also has degree of responsibility. So think about it. If you ignore your body, you're going to create disease. You're going to just give anything to your body, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. You're just going to feed it whatever. And the output of that would transform into disease, illness, sickness of some sort that you are going to reap the repercussions of those decisions you made not to treat your body as the sacred being that it actually is. When we look at our human self, we have the body, the mind, and the spirit. The sacred trinity of what it is that we are, we have to hold with sacred regard so that we can take care of it. So what does that mean? It means we have to put an emphasis on the very things that we're doing day in and day out. And as we embark on a new year, this is the time where we can make small changes, the simplest, slightest little changes that over time are going to manifest into something much bigger. This platform is solely dedicated to helping humans around the globe be at their best self, even in periods of time where we're experiencing darkness. If you remember, when I first started Retreat to Peace, I interviewed people in their highest state, at their highest level of energy, before there was this crash of a global lockdown where people became fearful of their futures and the well-being of their families and all of these other dynamics that were unfolding around the globe. I knew intuitively that I needed to tap into my higher source being. And I knew intuitively that this was a period of time where collectively all humans around the globe need to live in their highest true peak self and serve one another with an abundance of authenticity and love. The reason for this is because as we are bombarded with the evil forces that are surrounding us daily, 
that are surrounding us with what it is that we're eating, what it is that we are viewing, if it's on television or elsewhere, what it is that we are putting into our minds. It had to come from a place where you're using discernment to understand that this is either of love and light or this is of the darkness. It's up to each human to use their discernment to go within their soul self and look at what it is that they are being exposed to and ask this, ask the hard question, is this coming from a space of love and light or is this coming from a space of darkness? If you know intuitively that what you're exposed to is of darkness, you want to turn and go back towards love and light because love and light is much greater and will always outshine the darkness. Of course, if we experience darkness, we want to give that love and rebuke it so that we don't have to continue to go down that road. So as we go through 2023, we're going into it with love and light We're going into it with our true, authentic soul self, and we're going to tune in to what it is that we need to do to make the small changes. I know around the globe, there are some extenuating circumstances that people are living through. I personally know people going through extenuating circumstances. None of us are untouched, and that's the point. Every single human around the globe has been touched by this. We collectively can raise the higher vibration. We collectively can raise the opportunity to live in love and light and share that with our families, share that with our friends, share that with other humans so that All humans are coming from that same space and collectively that energy flows and where that energy flows, it goes and it gets returned. So it is so important that law of attractive attractiveness that we are putting out into the world space, this authentic sense of love and light. Some of you might be asking yourself, well, how do I tap into that? Well, here's what we're going to do. For 2023, we're going to kick this off with getting into your soul self. Many of you are living with a lot of uncertainties as to what would be your authentic, true self. How do I get into that? One thing you can do is to sit down and write in a journal. That's one thing. We've talked about that many times on Retreat to Peace. You can write in your journal. You could put your timer on for 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever it is, and write whatever comes to you. Sometimes those thoughts are dark thoughts. Sometimes they're thoughts that are revealing to uncover something that is deeper within your subconscious that is going to be revealed to you that maybe you haven't totally come to grasp it with in regards of actually manifesting it into your life or understanding how you're being guided to use those particular thoughts to guide your future self and where you're going. Sometimes we just have to release. 
Sometimes it is releasing the body of what it is that it is feeling so that you could put it behind you, that you can release it and let it go and detox the body with whatever energy that that is giving you in the moment. I've talked about this in other interviews where they've done studies on pregnant women and pregnant women who have been in extenuating circumstances, say there was a tribe and there was a earthquake that was experienced and that pregnant mom who went through that earthquake had a lot of trauma that she experienced and a lot of fear over what was happening with herself, her safety, what was happening with the baby. And when they did studies on these women, the women who journaled and got their thoughts onto paper and released it had babies that didn't have impact in the sense that maybe they had an illness, a childbirth defect. There's a variety of things. The women that journaled, they didn't have any kind of repercussion. The women who did not journal Those women, they experience some sort of trauma at birth. Their child had some sort of physical response reaction, something that had happened to them physically. It's very interesting when you think about this concept because it just goes to show you how much our body actually stores information. There is so many studies that has shown over and over when we go through traumatic situations, our cells store that in the memory. And if you think about when you were a child and you bring yourself to a point in time of some sort of event, you actually can feel it. You can sense it. You can see it. You can smell it. You can hear it. It's very, very real because it's held in the DNA of your body. Now, if you're wondering why I'm mentioning all this, it's because 2020 gave a global traumatic outburst into the world space where all of us were impacted, every single human on the planet. All of a sudden, everything that we knew had come to a screeching halt. Everything that we thought or believed had come to a screeching halt because now we have been exposed to something that was outside of our control and we had no idea what was unfolding or what was coming or what was ahead. And that's often what happens when we're in traumatic situations. I've interviewed my dear friend Jackie numerous times, and I'm so appreciative of all of you that have listened to her story, to my story, and understand that when a woman goes through a traumatic event like we've experienced with sexual abuse, rape, you know, um, domestic partnerships that may have been abusive, these types of things we are in a fear space where we don't know what is coming next. And as women, that is something that is a heightened sense for us already is living in the safe 
zone where we're constantly on lookout for our personal safety. You ever wonder why that is? Well, think about it. We go back for generations and generations and generations. And the reality is, is men are wired in their DNA to go out into the bush and hunt whatever it is they can find for food to gather and bring back to the community of women and children who are gathering to prepare a meal for the village or, you know, the the tribe, whoever it may be. For women, we are safer when we are with community because it's the power of numbers. When we are by ourselves, we don't feel that sense of safety. We feel that sense of fear that we're possibly in danger. And that is a very organic place of how we come into the world and what we feel. And it's not our fault. It's just wired in our cellular structure, in our DNA. And as I stated, the body remembers. Our DNA goes through generations and generations and generations. We carry all of this forward. We carry our mother's and our grandmother's DNA. We know this intuitively and we feel this. So let's get back to 2023. What do we do? Where do we go? How do we move forward? Well, let's think about where we've come from. Let's think about how we responded to 2020. Right now, take a moment and ask yourself, in the year 2020, was there anything that I did that I wish I could change? Or is there anything in 2021 or 2022 that I did that I wish I could change? And if you're writing anything down and you have regret because you haven't done something, now's the time to change it. Now's the time to get real with yourself. And if there's a relationship or there's something that's happened to you that you feel like you've been wronged or you've wronged somebody or whatever it may be, you can journal that out. You can pray on that. You can ask source to work with you for healing. And I recommend everybody does this. I recommend you pray for the souls that maybe you have lost. Maybe it's the souls you've lost because they passed away. Maybe it's the souls you've lost because they are no longer talking to you or you're no longer talking to them. It is more important than ever that not only are we using discernment to recognize if we are exposing ourselves to the light and love, or if it's source evil. But we have to respect our fellow humans and wherever they're at. So if their space and their journey is not in agreement with where you would like them to be or where you would like to see them, 
or your thoughts, it it really, really is important that you just take a moment and take a step back and be in non-judgment. Recognize that each soul on the planet has a responsibility to experience their life and go through that experience and learn from that experience. You may be a part of their life and you can only do so much, but it is their choice. These are their choices. You can love them. You can let them know that you're there. And under any circumstances, if you feel it's on your heart, you can tell them this. But if it's a situation that they have passed, you can still pray on their soul and know that that energy force field, that source of energy, energy does. So because energy literally lasts forever, it is important to live in a space of non-judgment. We are going to focus on you. We're going to focus on the things that are creating grief, anxiety, depression, all of these different things that different people are experiencing. We're going to look at an abundance of how we can elevate ourselves and bring ourselves to a new space. So some of the things we're going to look at is focus and productivity. We're going to look at how we can further ourselves, whether it be financially, maybe with your business or your career. We're going to look at our body source and we're going to look at how can we improve? Like, what can we do to help elevate our body and our mind and our spirit? What can we do to learn new ways to help ourselves be our peak self, our peak self, a piece of ourself that maybe we've lost over the last couple of years? As I stated, I prayed heavily on what the message for 2023 would be. And what I know in talking to other people like myself, there will be continued exposure of darkness and light. There'll be continued exposure of this sense of uncovering things that maybe we thought was a certain way, but in reality is not. There'll be continued exposure of loss of life. As we experience some of these things, we and we learn the true source of it and where it's coming from. It's so important that we are in a good, healthy place to be able to receive what's coming to us, but also not let it define us, not let it put us in a space where we're sitting in it, but we're able to continue to move through our life and be our best self. So one of the things that I want to talk about today is that we are going to be our source of our true self. But if we think of our trinity, the body, the mind, and the spirit, the body is abundantly 
abundantly important because it is our vessel of how we're navigating through life. But we also have to put an emphasis on our our true self and what is it that is going to bring us the gifts that we need so that we can continue to maneuver whatever it is that we have to do. Are we going to experience pain? Absolutely. Are we going to experience uncertainty? Yes. Are we going to have to work at this? Yes. All of these things are part of the human condition. But I want you also to understand that just like a pearl, it goes through a lot to form and become a pearl. That pearl, actually, if you think about it, it is a manifestation of trauma that it's gone through because it it literally is a release. It is a space of creating because it is something outside the body that it's trying to push and release. But because of that, we have this beautiful pearl. And just like a string of pearls, when you wear a string of pearls, they're absolutely gorgeous when you have the right outfit. And whether you didn't have the right outfit or not, they're still gorgeous because it represents so many things. So there will be this uncertainty and pain. There will be this constant work. But there's also a lot of good that can happen. One of the things that people feel when they go through things is they feel a lot of shame or they feel ashamed because they have this shadow that sits with their soul self. And they don't really know how to work through it. Well, one of the things you can do is right now, if you're able, if you're not able, please don't do this. But if you're able, just close your eyes for a minute. And just think about a time where maybe you felt inferior. Maybe you felt embarrassed. Maybe you felt ashamed and you wished so much that you didn't feel any of those things, but you are and you just can't get rid of it. And put that into an image. Maybe it's a ball. Maybe you put it all into a ball, but put it into an image. What do you do with this image of the past? How does it feel? How do you talk to it? How do you feel about it? When that image pops up and needs attention, that's the only thing that matters when it comes up. But what can you do? for making up for not paying attention to it. Because when you don't pay attention to it, then that's when it becomes destructive. 
So think of it as a image that you can redirect and move to another place, move it to a place where it is not destructive, not an illusion of something that is going to be in your life. If it's not there, then it can't cripple you. So it's important to take it outside of yourself and compartmentalize it and put it aside. So redirecting this aspect of pain, this aspect of uncertainty, this aspect of feeling embarrassed or inferior or ashamed or any of these feelings, we're going to put that aside. And what I'm going to ask you is as you come to yourself and open your eyes, what kind of opinion have you formed based on that feeling? For some people, you might have the opinion that maybe you're a failure. For some people, you might feel like a failure. For some of you, you've allowed it to hold you back. You've allowed it to hold you back from being your true self or from making decisions to do something that you intuitively know you should be doing. And the more that you go down that road, the more all of those little decisions continue to pile and to pile and to pile, and it creates more pain. So you've misdirected yourself. You misdirected your life, possibly. You've mistreated yourself for thinking, you know, that you're not worthy or maybe you can't do something because you've put this image in between you and what it is that you want to do. And then you get trapped in this maze. You get trapped in going around in circle with this thought between you and whatever that image is that you've created for yourself and all of the questions and self-doubt. But think of this. Close your eyes if you're able. And just think of the universe being fully, completely, abundantly just a source in a force field of beautiful love. Feel like the world is nothing but love and it's all filled with energy and love. And feel the love surrounding the globe with the universe. Feel all of that in your heart space. Feel all of it as a principal source of abundancy. That there's so much love surrounding everyone, everything in the entire globe. Coming from the universe. And it's just pouring out of every human. And everybody is just giving nothing but love. And when you see this and when you feel this, feel this as you are getting this from every human, every other person that you come across, bring that image forward. 
that image of feeling shame or embarrassment, bring that forward and just pour love on that image. Give it a new meaning. Turn it into something that is beautiful. And think about all the love that you pour into this. And now what does it transform into? What does it look like now? Just like a beautiful butterfly. It goes from a little sack to a cat or caterpillar to a sack to a beautiful butterfly and it transforms. What does your image transform into? With all of the love from the universe, from every person, what does it transform into? And then when you open your eyes, ask yourself, what am I going to do now? What am I going to do now? And here's the trick. We are going to give ourselves grace. We're going to give ourselves love. And we're going to give ourselves acceptance. We're not going to feed negativity into our mind or into our soul. We're going to take and undo that negativity. That black cloud that was hanging over our head that's called shame, embarrassment, whatever name you had on it, that's gone. That's gone. We're grateful. We're grateful for it because it penetrates through us and gives us the awareness that we have been feeling a certain way. We're grateful for it. But now we're going to take that black cloud and because we've transformed it, we're going to look at how much of a gift it's been for us. Because had we not been gifted that experience, we wouldn't have been able to feel, we wouldn't have been able to understand, to empathize, to understand someone else's journey. Think about the sense of gratitude. What are you grateful for? How did this gratitude come into play when it came to that particular emotion? When you felt embarrassed, when you felt ashamed, how did that feeling transform when you were grateful for it? If you really dig deep, you'll start to recognize that it's the smallest things that start to uncover. Because if you hadn't felt ashamed or you didn't feel embarrassed or you didn't feel whatever it was that you have, that you are named on your heart, then you wouldn't have been able to recognize the power of the smaller things and the power of how you can relate to another human and what they've gone through. So think about that image that you've transformed 
Think about how grateful you are. Think about taking that dark cloud, whatever it is that you feel is hanging over your head or over your shoulder, whatever that is, think about that being released. Visualize it being released. Take the darkness out by shining the light. Put the sunshine on it. Turn on the light. When you're in the light, you cannot have the darkness. Be grateful for what you went through and shine the light. When we go through difficult times, we have to acknowledge and accept what it is that we go through. But do it with grace and do it with understanding that it's a moment. It's a moment in time and it's not forever. But we don't have to live and relive and relive whatever that is. We can choose to compartmentalize it, create it into an image and put it aside and be in gratitude for that experience. But as much as we're doing that for ourselves, we equally have to do that for each other. Happens when we don't let things go. We're afraid to let things go. Sometimes we're afraid to let things go because somehow we are benefiting from not letting it go. That might sound a little off to some of you, but if you think about it, some people don't want to let things go because in some weird way, they feel good about the attention that they're getting, or maybe they are creating attention onto themselves, not fully recognizing that maybe it's not positive attention, maybe it's negative attention. But there's some benefit that people feel that they have to hang on to because they can't let go. And if you think about it, when you're able to let go, when you're able to fully, fully let go, you start to release. And when you release, you now have your hands wide open. They're not clenched anymore. They're not clenched where you're literally digging in so hard that you can feel the pain. You're releasing your hands wide open and now you're fully surrendered. And when you're fully surrendered, you're in abundance. And when you're in abundance, you're able to receive. So the goal is not to be attached. It's to detach, to be in this stage of openness, to be able to receive what is coming to you with abundance. And when we get to that place, we experience happiness. We experience a whole nother subset of ourselves because we're experiencing a new place. Many people ask me about dreams. They ask me, what are some of the dreams that I have and how do they impact me as far as what it is I'm going through in my waking life? And 
I love this question because it's something that I believe most people try not to remember their dreams. They try to push them down and put them in a place where they are not touchable because they're afraid of them. And there's many thoughts and theories on what dream states are and what they act in regards to our soul self and how we operate. But what I can tell you is that when our soul is elevating and we are going through an elevation of soul consciousness, we are going to have some dreams that are going to be pretty scary. They're going to expose us to things that we don't fully understand and may be afraid of in our dream state. A lot of times people have dreams about being in different rooms and they're afraid of those rooms because when they are going down a hallway and they have to pick a door to go into a room, they don't really know what they're going to find on the other side and what it's going to offer. But when you go into these different rooms, you're actually developing a higher level of consciousness You're going into a new space, and whenever we go into a new space, it is scary. Think about the first time you walked into school. It was a very scary thing because you never went to school before. You didn't know what to expect. And when we are going to a new situation, we don't know what to expect. That's our our innate feeling is to feel afraid. So, of course, even in our dream state, we can feel afraid when we don't know what to expect. But most of the time, our dreams are just outlining what it is that's happening to us during our waking life. So, for example, I've shared this before, but I'll share it again. I had a dream that I was at my father's funeral And I was at the the stand where I was supposed to speak a eulogy. And I'm standing there and I have zero words that I'm able to say that would flow from my mouth. And the audience is just looking at me and they're waiting and they're waiting. And as the time ticked on, I was increasingly feeling embarrassed. I was feeling ashamed. I was feeling all kinds of feelings. But here's the thing. I didn't have a relationship with my father. So for me to have a dream like that, it made perfect sense because I didn't have the words to speak. I didn't have the ability within me to say something because there was nothing to say. So a lot of times on surface level, our dreams could be very frightening for us when we are experiencing them. But in reality, they're not as scary when you pull back the layers and understand exactly what they are. If you have an opportunity to remember any of your dreams, you can write them on a notebook. 
I keep a notebook by my the side of my bed and I scribble down anything I can remember. It could be colors, it could be symbols, it could be the smallest things, but believe it or not, all of those things connect with each other and create a picture. And I keep a dream diary that allows me to see how things have changed and how they've elevated to get me into a new space. If you try this, you'll see how you're changing and how you're evolving. And it's pretty remarkable. It's pretty remarkable when you go back and you look and you witness how you've evolved. And it's a very simple thing to do. So for 2023, we're looking at the trinity of you, your body, your mind, your spirit, your productivity. We're going to look at the financial part of you. We're going to talk about how we can get into a higher space of love and how we're going to do this is we are going to be kicking it off with manifesting what it is you would like to do for your soul self. So what does that mean? It means we are going to spend the next week developing what it is that we want for our year. So here's your assignment. Some of you are looking for ways that you can manifest your future self and what that looks like. So what we're going to do is we are going to put together a vision board. And this vision board is literally what it is you would like for your 2023. I've done vision boards for years and years and years. And This actually was generated for me from a Tony Robbins seminar that I went to that I was actually on the precipice of a major life transformation. And subconsciously, I think I knew it was coming, which is why I paid so much attention. But at the time, I was in a lot of denial of what was about to happen with my life. But again, subconsciously, I knew. So I went to a seminar and Tony Robbins was at the seminar. And Tony Robbins says, when we are grateful, fear disappears and abundance appears. So this has to be from a space of gratitude. This has to be of a space that is authentic, true to you. And we are going to release any fear. This is a fearless platform dedicated solely to you. So what you will need is you will need some sort of board. It can be a poster board. It can be um, a piece of cardboard, whatever you can, you know, pull together. You're going to get this board. And we've got two different kinds of vision boards that you can create. The first one is just a general vision board. And the other one is more of a focused vision board. But whatever way you choose to go, 
it has to be with representing your end goal, representing what it is that you want in 2023. If you're taking a general route, then in general, this is what you would like for your life. If you're taking a focused route, you want to be very specific in defining what it is that you would like for yourself. You want to be very specific in the number, the time, the who, what, when, how of what that looks like. It's very focused. So some of the things that you're going to put on your vision board, there'll be things like affirmation words. What are some words that inspire you? Some words that promote you, words that make you feel a higher state peak level of energy. You need to find the favorite picture of you, the picture of you that represents your true, authentic self. Because when you look at this picture, this picture of you will radiate love and light. And when you see this picture of yourself, you're going to see yourself at a peak state. And that peak state is going to provide energy that you can see yourself in love. And you can provide love back. You're going to talk to yourself and say, I love you and you are worthy of everything on this vision board. You are worthy. Next, you're going to find pictures of people you love. And those pictures, those pictures are going to help to banish your fear. Because when you're surrounded by the people you love, that fear goes away. Think about this. How many people have pictures in their home of the people they love. It's it's because it increases their level of happiness and inner being and energy when they see those pictures. It brings them back to that place in time that we talked about earlier. There may also be some pictures of great memories that you have. Besides these pictures of people that we love, there may be some magnificent memories of you being in your peak state that you want on your vision board. Because again, it's raising you to a higher vibration and energy level that allows you to have whatever it is that you're asking for to come in. What about the things you've already manifested? What about the successes that you already have? What about putting the power of that on your vision board where you have these things coming towards you with this high peak of I've already done this? You should have on your vision board things that you are grateful for. Again, when we are in gratitude, The world opens up. You're in a place that you can open your palms of your hands and receive whatever it is that you would like 
This vision board is for you. You can choose not to do this vision board, but I encourage you to not do that, but to actually take the time over the next week and create this vision board. Personally, I have done vision boards for years and years and years. And the years that I make my vision board, the things that happen in my life during those years is unfounded. The years that I don't do them, I definitely do not have the productivity. I'm not manifesting my results. I'm not manifesting what I want from my life. And it is very abundantly clear to me how much power is in a vision board. So please give this gift to yourself and manifest this because this is going to start the opportunity for things to open up to you, whatever that may be. I want to share a story about a vision board that I made when I was going through my divorce. I still got a divorce, but I had put on my vision board many powerful words to help get me through that difficult period of time. I put on that vision board that I wanted to learn about finances. I wanted to be financially independent. I wanted to provide a house and home for me and my children. I wanted to have the opportunity to travel. I wanted an opportunity to have a safe and secure job that I could provide for my family. Now, sounding all of this off to you, it may seem very trivial, But at the time, there was a massive recession going on. The housing market was crashing. I was going through a divorce. I was literally in dire straits, and I had children to be responsible for. I didn't know how I was going to travel. I didn't know how I was going to get a house or home. I didn't know how I was going to do any of this, which is why I put it on my vision board. I put everything I was asking for on this vision board. And do you know, I got the job. It created safety and security for me and my family. I found housing. My job traveled me across the country where I was able to see national parks that I would have not been able to afforded to go by myself or with my family to go see. So I was able to see some of these things that were on my bucket list. And the list goes on. This is a transforming opportunity for you to kick off your new year with. And I encourage you, please give yourself the opportunity to do this. As we move forward in the month of January, we are going to continue our conversations around you to help build you and boost you into a space that is focused on you. I'm going to continue to focus on how we get from where we are today into this powerful state of where we want to be. So next week, we're going to be focusing on goal setting. We're going to then the following week be focusing on money matters. So we're going to continue to walk this journey and make these small changes week to week so that we can bring the abundance of what it is that we're seeking collectively. 
And as we do this, we're going to manifest this across the globe together and unite each other to help one another to be our best selves. And as we do this, we can bring other people aboard and help them as well. So please, over the next week, take some time, manifest what it is you want for your life and put it on your vision board. And as we move forward, we're going to look at things like your personal development, creating prosperity. We're going to look at things like the health matters, the money matters, these various things and continue to move forward. And I have some really wonderful guests that are going to be joining me that are also going to help to elevate us into a new space that is going to allow us to to increase our frequency within the world. So as we focus on our vision board the next week, I want you to ask one simple question. I want you to ask for the next week with anybody that you come across. If you're feeling some sort of angst or some sort of way, ask yourself, are you in judgment of that person? And if the answer is yes, try to take a step back and try to live in love and try to collectively elevate your space of love. Because as we go back to our exercise earlier of releasing the feeling of shame, embarrassment, whatever it is you may have had, we all are human. We all feel. We all understand what these feelings are. Release any kind of judgment that you may have. And as we go forward, be in grace, be in gratitude, open your hands and bring in the abundance that you deserve. This is Catherine Daniels with Retreat to Peace. Thank you for joining me today. And we'll see you next time as we focus from your vision board into manifesting your goals. And don't forget the week after that, we will be focused on the money matters. We're going to keep on going. So again, don't forget to do your homework and your abundant question. Are you judging or letting that go? Until next time, have a great week and thank you so much for being here.